Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel here with my beautiful wife, Jolene, for another episode of the Marriage Mentor. In this episode, it's entitled, How to Juggle Working in and Out of the Home. Dear Jolene, please provide me with information on how to juggle being the good wife at home while also being a working woman. How do we juggle them both? My husband expects that I must be the manager of the home. I have a domestic once a week. However, I work for a living too, and I'm exhausted at the end of the day, just like he is. Yet, my job is to still cook, do washing, bathing, and feeding the kids. We have three. And get everything ready for the next day, etc. And still put in time at the gym with my hubby. And what does the husband do at home? Nothing. His salary is not enough for us, so I work too. And therefore, I am also the breadwinner. I earn what he earns. Surely, he should also help in the home as well. What do you think about that? Well, a few things stand out. Good wife, and he expects. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have yet to meet a good wife that could do all of that um, with a loving, gentle, and quiet spirit when the husband expects her to. Okay, that, that right there, that's like a recipe for disaster. I mean, let's... Let's look at the Proverbs 31 woman. This gal, she was most concerned about her relationships. Yes, she was industrious. Yes, she was hardworking. Um, she was like superwoman. But if you look at her life, uh, many commentaries seem to think that it's over her life. It's a, um, you know, over her entire lifespan. It wasn't something that she just did in one day. And I'm not to say that there, I'm not here to say that there are women who can't, um, work full-time and tend to their husbands and their children and so forth. I am. Well, I wasn't done. Okay. (laughs) I'm not here to say that that it's not possible, but it's probably not possible with a loving, gentle spirit. Um, You're going to lose it. You're going to feel exhausted, and you're going to become bitter. And we're seeing that play out right here in this, this gal's life because when she's doing all of this and he's just working... And he has this expectation that she does more. Yeah, I'd be bitter in not just two seconds, but one second. I can remember when Eric and I had first gotten married and I had every intention of quitting my job um, and then being Eric's assistant in um, his real estate company. But I still had to give notice. I was there for a month and I remember I'm a brand new bride. Okay, you shouldn't usually not be bitter as a brand new bride. Well, I was because every day I was getting up early in the morning to go off and sit in traffic and to drive to my job where he worked from home. And I'd look over and the guy is snoozing and I'm like, you need to get up. I was all bent out of shape because it's just like, this is this is not my responsibility. It's the man's responsibility to toil the field. That is the curse. That is their, their sin. When they sinned in the garden, God's like, you blew it. So you're gonna have to go toil the field. And for the woman, it was she was going to want to contend with her husband and she was going to have pain in childbearing. It's not just in birth. It's in the raising up. And when you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, she when you go back to her life, the very first few things you find out about her is um, in Proverbs 31, 10, 12. 
Who could find a virtuous and capable wife? She's more precious than rubies. Her husband could trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Well, when you're exhausted and bitter, there ain't no good and harm or good that you're bringing to your husband. You're just bringing crabby pants. And I knew when I was reading about this woman, I thought, you know, I probably shouldn't try and handle all of this, all of the working, all of the running the home, all at once, because I couldn't have that gentle and quiet spirit. I knew it wasn't possible for me that I would just start biting off heads, and I didn't want to be that woman. Well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the fact that, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, or the, the letter mentions it, but basically uh, she's working too. Now, I don't know if he's saying you have to work. Okay? I don't know. It doesn't say that, but let's let's just assume that he says, "Hey, I can't make enough money. You have to work." Okay, his job is to is to work, is to toil the field. Right. Okay. So he's saying, "I can't provide enough with my job, so you also have to do my job." Okay. Well, I think uh, I think it's only fair that if she has to do his job, then he shares in her job. Absolutely. Right. So Absolutely. she goes out and helps him in his job. Then he would come home and help her in her job. They do and, it together. Yeah. So he can split cleaning and cooking and all that stuff and then see how he likes how it's working out. Right. He'll okay? find out real quick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> talks about her working out or working out with him. Well, if he wants her to go work out with him, then he needs to go do something and have coffee with her. I mean, now it's not a tip for tat. But there are responsibilities in the marriage. Sure and, sure. and ultimately, here's what I would say. I would say that they've made a decision that the money is more important than the relationship. Now, I, I don't want that to sound harsh, but let me tell you where that's coming from. And the reason I say that is because we've had this opportunity. We've had this opportunity where my income was very low. And we had believers say to you, hey, <laughs> Why don't you go out and get a job? Hey, I have a job offer for you. And and so we could certainly could have done that. So we could eat out at Taco Bell more often and and do all the things that maybe we once did or, or hope to do. But we realized something. What did we realize? Well, our, our marriage was more important. My marriage was more important. My relationship with my children were more important. I've even had women who have just scoffed at the choices that I've made when they read some of the stories on the blog or when they find out that I stay home, they assume, oh, well, we must be well off. Well, here's the newsflash. For seven years, we've had a financial famine. We've lost everything. And th at least three out of those seven years, we've lived below the poverty level. So when a woman comes to me and they tell me that, that oh, I don't understand the financial concerns, I'm like, you need to back up because I do. I, I know what it's like where... You know, I don't know where the next meal is coming from. I don't know where rent's coming from. I understand that fear so well. And has it crippled me? Absolutely. Have have I been, you know, paralyzed in it? Of course I have. But I've always gone back to the word knowing that, okay, my relationships are more important. And I know that the Lord's going to provide. And I know the Lord's going to see us through this. And do I want him to meet all of these so-called needs that I have? Yes, of course. Every woman wants that. But many times, our needs, they're really wants. You know, they're really what it comes down to is their wants. They're not needs. I mean, God will meet your needs. We just want more. And we think, well, this is a need. And he's like, it's not a need, girlfriend. It's a want. Because I'm going to meet your needs. So I don't know if the wife is choosing to work in this because of the fear of the finances, which could certainly be the case. Right. Um, other times wives work because let's 
let's be real. I mean, it is hard to stay at home. It is hard to raise kids. It is hard to be in the mundane. I mean, it is much easier for me to go out into the workforce. But it doesn't sound like she wants to work. No, it doesn't sound like that. And I guess my concern is he cannot a expect you could for you to do all this. I mean, that's just kind of ridiculous. And then to be a good wife on top of it, it's just like, that doesn't go together. That's usually a recipe for disaster. Now, can some handle more, you know, responsibilities than others? Sure, of course, and I'm not saying that. You know, I, I know a family that has, you know, six kids, and I think, I don't know how you do it. I've got just two over here, and that's all I could handle. But I do know, especially when I look at the responsibilities that I have today, and more responsibilities could come through my inbox if I say yes. And I know I can't say yes to that. I can't say yes to another thing because my plate is already full. This woman's plate is too full and it's cracking. And when the plate starts to crack, the attitude cracks, the marriage cracks, the parenting cracks. It's it's a domino effect. So I would go to my husband and say, okay, we need to make a change. Either we need to um, divide up some of the household responsibilities, or I need to figure out a way to go part-time and we live off a, a smaller income. But what's what we're currently doing today is not working and it's going to um, damage our marriage. And if, if you got a broken marriage, then you're going to have a broken household and then the next thing you know is we're we're divorced and your kids are in two separate homes no family wants that you didn't walk down the aisle to that you didn't have children in hopes that you know you are now a divorced family and johnny lives with dad you know during the summer so you got to look to the end and say okay our situation today what can we what can we do to alter it because it's not working and yeah, you're going to have to take some big leaps of faith if it's, you know, to bring mom home to where she only works maybe during the school hours or hubby needs to step up. But hubby can't have a so-called good wife when you're bitter. It doesn't happen. She's, she's overwhelmed. Right. She's exhausted. And when a wife is overwhelmed and exhausted with everything that's on her plate, the last thing she is is kind. She's not a kind wife, you know. Well, and... And we come back to choices. And yes, I don't know anyone who doesn't want more. Okay? Right. I want more. Okay? We all want more. We all want luxuries. And here's what's really interesting. Once we get all the luxuries and all the things that we want, guess what? We still want more. We want more. Right. Okay? Because there's a nicer car and there's a bigger house and there's nicer food and there's more activities we can do. And so obviously that's a trap that Satan gets us into. And and we need to come back and realize what God wants from us because you, you hear that finances are probably one of the biggest reasons for people getting divorced, right? right? right. Why is that? Because of discontentment and because of pride of the the um, eyes of the flesh and how we want all this stuff, you know, the whole keeping up with the Joneses and we're this cool family that has all these things. We want to go on these vacations and there's a discontentment there, but here's what a well, woman. And it, and it also, and I'll let you go on, but, and it also places a higher priority on money versus the things that God say you put a higher right. priority on. Right. That's why I go back to the Proverbs 31 woman. It always goes back to her relationships. And here's something that if you are a working woman and you're battling with something, and when I say working woman, it could be ministry related too. I was heavily involved in ministry just a few months back. And I'm like, okay, I got to finish this season because this is not well for my soul. Because your heart, a woman's heart is always going to be drawn back to her home. Um, I remember, and, and I'm coming from 
a mindset of only being that career woman. Um, that's how I was raised. And then I got saved, married, and then had kids. And then I, you know, decided to, I'm going to raise my kids and, and stay home and, you know, make those um, sacrifices. But I have found that I'm still drawn, even though I'm not very good um, in the home as far as a homemaker, I'm still drawn to wanting to be here because that's where my relationships are. There's something in us as women that we are relational. We still want to be able to nurture those in our household. Even though I'm not a strong nurturing personality, I'm still drawn to that. And I believe that that is a God-given thing in us that God puts in us. And I remember years ago, I'm um, we had a young bride that worked for us. And she couldn't wait to be a mom, but they decided, you know, as a newlywed couple that they're going to wait, save money and so forth. And she was telling me how her and her husband, you know, here they are both working and she'd get frustrated because she'd get up in the morning and she's tried to make this rule that if you're the last one in bed, then the last one in bed would make the bed. Well, that didn't fly with the husband. And so she's telling me, I'm like, and I'm trying to tell her, I'm like, here's the deal. He doesn't care about the home. Okay. Now he might want a perfect home because some men do, I, I want it all in order, but he's not gonna have the mindset of, oh, let's make the bed today. You know, I'm, I'm the last one out of bed, so I'm gonna be Mr. Homemaker and, and put it all intact, because in his mind, he's the provider. He's going out to provide. And so she placed certain expectation expectations on him to care for the home the way that she wanted to care for the home. And yet here they were in both you know, working worlds. And it's just like, okay, yes, if you're both going to make those choices, you have to realize that the other one isn't going to be as embracing of that role that you were designed for and vice versa. Okay. The husband's putting maybe that expectation on his wife in this scenario to be that manager of the home. Well, if he's also putting the expectation of her to work, then he's got to make adjustments to lead that home because he's not leading it well. Right. Well, and there's just one more thing I want to add because someone listening to this might say, well, it's easy for you to say because, you know, you're just poor. Okay. Right. right. Okay. I want to tell you something. No one wants the stuff more than I do. Okay. Right. I love the big house. I love the big pool. I love the sports cars, the yachts, all of that stuff. Right. Okay. Right. And yet at some point you have to make a decision priority wise what is most important and there are decisions that I could make and I still could make now that would probably provide more of those things but we we have set our priorities and many times is it hard yeah it's hard and do I want to be poor forever or you know not make as much money no I want to make good money right okay right. but I just I, I just want to say that it has nothing to do with your situation it has everything to do with your heart well, where your treasure is there, your heart is also. So did I say that verse right? I don't, I don't know. Yep. I think I did. Um, but that's what it comes down to is where where's your heart at? Where What perspective, what type of family life do you want? Um, I don't care to emulate everything that's going on in the world. And yes, we love all those, you know, wonderful worldly riches, but... I'm not willing to forsake my family life in order to have them. And I really hope that the man is not putting the pressure on her to work. If he is, um, yeah, that's just an outright jerk who's not realizing that she can't handle all this. And you got to have some conversations of what what can we change and have that um, plan there's nothing wrong with having a plan to say, you know, three months from now, we're going to start weaning off and I'm going to go part time or, um, 
you know, during this time, he's going to come in and take over baths on, you know, so many days of the week and so forth. But you have to come together and build for a future life because what's happening right now is the marriage is going to crumble. Right. So those right. are my thoughts. Those are great thoughts. I'm Eric Engel. And I'm Jolene Engel at JoleneEngel.com.